Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and follow your soul calling with crystals. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast, the number one place for all things crystals, brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. This is your invitation to join me as we enter the enchanting world of crystal wisdom, healing, and spiritual transformation. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, but I'm not just a podcaster and educator. I'm a fellow traveler on this extraordinary journey of self-discovery and healing with crystal energy, and I am absolutely thrilled to have you here with me where each new episode brings us a little further down the path to discovering the transformative power of crystals. In today's show, we're talking about the best crystals for Aquarius season, and this is going to be the first in a series that I do all year long to kick off 2024. So each month at the change of zodiac season or astrological season, we will talk about that next season's crystals, starting with Aquarius, which begins on about January 21st. But before we get started, I'd like to answer one of our listener questions. Remember, you can submit your own questions anytime at loveandlightschool.com forward slash ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. Discover how you can deepen your spiritual journey and follow your soul calling with crystals. The Love and Light School's award-winning crystal healing certification program opens soon Go to crystalhealerschool.com. Today's question comes from Shuri, and Shuri says, I'm very new to the spiritual process. I'm expecting my first box of crystals soon. Could you please give me some pointers? Yes, I am more than happy to. I think that, you know, when we first start getting acquainted with our crystals, it can feel a little bit intimidating or overwhelming. We feel like there are so many possibilities. We don't quite know what to do, or maybe we've even seen a lot of conflicting information, uh, or we feel like our crystal practice has to look a certain way or be a certain way. And I want to tell you, Shuri, and everyone else who's listening, that's not the case. Your crystal practice, first and foremost, should support you and should feel good and bring you joy. Of course, we can also use our crystals for deeper spiritual work, things like shadow work that aren't necessarily joyful, but are really important. But I think it's important to make sure that we're connecting with our crystals in a way that feels authentic. So one thing I would recommend for you, Shuri, and this is something I do in my own practice, when I get new crystals, I place them on the little altar that's in my sacred space, usually for at least a couple of weeks. Having them there on a space that I spend time at daily, that I connect with each day when I begin my day, is really important for helping me tune into those crystals, get to know them, and connect with their energy. And I recommend that you do this with any new spiritual tools that you're working with. You know, put them in a place of prominence, put them in a place of honor, and actually make the time and space to connect with their energy. And this is where it can look a little bit different for each person. So maybe you want to meditate with your crystals. Maybe you just want to have them on your altar and sort of look at them, gaze at them, um, really appreciate their beauty. Maybe you want to hold them in your hands and get a feel for their energy, noticing where you feel them in your body or how they shift your mood. 
all of these ways of connecting with crystals are totally valid. And I really go more in depth into, you know, different methods of connection with crystals in previous episodes and on the blog over at loveandlightschool.com. But I think, you know, giving them that time in a place of prominence, somewhere where you're really going to be able to connect with them over a few weeks is a great way for you to start building that relationship. And that's what's at the core of any solid crystal practice. So thank you, Shuri, so much for submitting your question. And if you're listening and you have a question that you'd like me to answer about crystals or spirituality, or if you have a crystal story that you'd like me to share here on the podcast, you can submit your question or share your crystal experience over at loveandlightschool.com forward slash ask for the chance to be featured in an upcoming episode. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Crystals can be such a support when we're planning our weeks and months ahead. That's why in my Your Crystal Clear Year course, I share ways that you can connect with your crystals daily through meditations, self-care exercises, and more. Because I know firsthand that connecting with your crystals daily can create more happiness, success, and alignment in your life. This course includes self-check-ins, journal prompts, and more to support you on your crystal journey like a crystal grid recipe for motivation, plus a printable crystal grid template, weekly planning template with crystal and planetary correspondences for each day of the week, an introduction to birthstones and zodiac stones month by month, including in-depth properties and write-ups for each of the 12 monthly birthstones, eight easy techniques to help you create a sustainable self-care practice, seven guided crystal meditations, one for each day of the week, and a monthly card spread for performing tarot or oracle card readings for the month ahead, along with tips for interpretation. As crystal healers, it's important for us to stay in alignment and flow all year long. When you sign up for my Your Crystal Clear Year course, I'll share practical ways that you can connect with your stones each and every day to craft a crystal practice that supports you as you step fully onto your path as a crystal worker. Head over to loveandlightschool.com forward slash clear for more information about the course or to enroll. Again, that's loveandlightschool.com forward slash clear. Don't forget to use promo code podcastfan for $10 off your first class. Now it's time to dive into our main topic for today, the best crystals for Aquarius season. And like I mentioned, this is a new series that I'm going to do in 2024. Um, I'm hoping that I'll be able to do this for all 12 of the zodiac signs this year without missing a month. We will see how I get along, but this is our very first one in the series, and I'm really excited about it. I am by no means an expert in astrology. In fact, I'm probably like less than novice level when it comes to my knowledge of astrology. I know a bit about the zodiac and the different signs and what they represent. Um, I know a bit about the planetary connections and elemental connections. But truly, when it comes to in-depth astrological knowledge, there are some amazing folks out there, some of whom I've had on the podcast as guests in the past. So definitely um, go look for those episodes. 
But for me, I always have to put sort of a crystal spin on things. And that's what I'm hoping to do with this episode. So if you're like me, you are a beginner when it comes to astrology. Maybe you have a little bit of introductory knowledge, but you really don't know too much, but you love crystals then I hope that this series will really serve you in getting more connected with what's happening in the cosmos. So as I mentioned at the top of the episode, Aquarius season is here. This astrological season offers you the opportunity to embrace more freedom and joy with the help of your crystals. So as we dive into Aquarius season, which goes from about January 21st through February 19th, Our focus really shifts to cultivating joy and allowing your authentic personality to shine through. So your energy, your words, and your actions can really be a catalyst at this time for inspiring others and supporting those who are in need of your connection and companionship. After the busy pace of Capricorn season, which we're just wrapping up now, Now is the time to sort of slow things down, to savor moments of quality time with loved ones and let your communication skills flourish. Nurturing the relationships in your life allows you to show others just how much you care about them. And I think it's really important this time of year, especially here in the Northern Hemisphere, it's winter here. We usually tend to feel a little bit more disconnected from the people in our lives. You know, we just don't tend to get together as much and that sort of thing, especially after the holidays. So Aquarius season is a great time to focus on these relationships. Communication is an important area of focus right now. So put your energy toward communicating clearly, sharing your ideas with others, and fostering the relationships that are most important to you. So working with the following Aquarius aligned stones can help align you with the current celestial energies, and it's an excellent way to enhance the positive aspects of this astrological phase while balancing out those Aquarius season challenges. So let's start by looking at some Aquarius season correspondences. The symbol of Aquarius is the water bearer. So you usually see a figure with a jug or pitcher of some sort pouring down this water. And that's really representative of pouring down like wisdom and enlightenment and knowledge. The ruling planet of Aquarius is Uranus. The modality is fixed. So this is a fixed sign, which means it's resistant to change. It's related to determination and focus and individuality. The sign of Aquarius also corresponds to the air element, which is about change, new beginnings, and intellect. And it's really especially that intellect piece that's key for Aquarius. The parts of the body that are associated with Aquarius are the legs and hips. Some Aquarius keywords or themes for this season are communication, compassion, fairness, freedom, inspiration, joy, logic, nurturing, unconventionality, and wit. The gifts that Aquarius season brings are friendship, intellect, loyalty, and teamwork, while the Aquarius season challenges might include detachment, stubbornness, separation, or distance in relationships. So it's really about things like progress and innovation and community. 
this season asks us to contemplate where we see room for more justice, equality, or growth in order to start taking action toward creating a better world. So community-centered action, community-focused action, individual action that benefits the collective. Aquarius season's here to teach us the power of wisdom wielded for the good of all people because by joining together, thinking ahead, daring to be different and unlocking our creativity, we're able to inch closer toward collective wisdom and healing. So now that we have a feel for Aquarius season, what are some of the crystals that we can work with? Well, during Aquarius season, Select crystals that really amplify that joy, communication, and personal expression that's so important to this time. I also want to make note here that zodiac crystals, meaning the crystals associated with zodiac signs, are a little different than birthstones, which go more monthly, and you can find an article about that over on my website at loveandlightschool.com forward slash blog. From that page, you can just do a little search in the search box for birthstones, and you'll find an article called Birthstones Exposed, Uncovering the Truth Behind Crystals in the Zodiac. And it talks about the difference between birthstones and zodiac stones. So if that is a question that's popping up for you right now, and you want to dig into that, be sure to go check out that previous blog post. So Back to our Aquarius season crystals, you can work with the following crystals to enhance or balance the energies of Aquarius season. So whether you're enhancing that positivity or you're addressing challenges by balancing out those more difficult energetic aspects of Aquarius, these stones are the ones that I feel are the best companions for this celestial journey you have ahead of you. And I've chosen these for sort of two different reasons. First and foremost are crystals that are historically associated with Aquarius, whether for the sign specifically or for the ruling planet. But then I've also included additional crystals that are really associated with some of these key themes that we see come up during Aquarius season. So here's the list of crystals. I'm going to go through it quickly, but if you would like to review a list, look at one uh, in print, you can do so at loveandlightschool.com forward slash blog. So you ready? Here is the list of Aquarius season crystals. Blue lace agate, river agate, amazonite, amethyst, chevron amethyst, ametrine, angelite, aquamarine, azurite, Bloodstone, aqua calcite, cavensite, celestite, blue chalcedony, cross stone, blue fluorite, rainbow fluorite, red pyrope garnet, labradorite, lapidolite mica, black moonstone, pumice, blue quartz, Himalayan salt, and turquoise. Now, out of this list, I've chosen my three favorites, and I want to go into a little bit more detail about these. And you can find this information in my book, Cosmic Crystals, Rituals and Meditations for Connecting with Lunar Energy. So I want to start by discussing blue fluorite. This crystal is associated with the air element, so it's naturally really well suited to Aquarius energy. 
Blue fluorite promotes mental clarity, which can support you during Aquarius's emphasis on communication. It's a great companion stone if you often struggle to sort of find the right words or if you find it challenging to communicate in difficult or uncomfortable conversations. And this stone can support you as you try to keep things light and uplift others. Next up, we have blue lace agate. This stone enhances feelings of hope and optimism, which is useful for the joyous and inspiring energy of Aquarius. Furthermore, it encourages you to speak with purpose and it can assist you in clearly expressing complex ideas. And remember, clear communication is really important this season. Since Aquarius season is also a time to focus on friends and family, Blue Lace Agate makes an excellent companion because of its ability to foster harmony and group cooperations. It's actually one of my favorite uses for this crystal. I love to place it in my kitchen, my family room, my living room, wherever my family's spending a lot of time together to help with that group cooperation and harmony. You can do the same thing in your workplace. This stone provides a calming influence that helps you feel more at ease even if you're in large groups. It's also helpful for making new connections and for building your social network. Remember I said community is really key for action taking during Aquarius season. So blue lace agate is useful for that. Finally, we have celestite. This crystal helps you tap into the energies of Aquarius's ruling planet, Uranus. Celestite helps you tune into guidance from your guides, likely due to its correspondence to the air element, which enhances communication. So let's talk a little bit more about this ruling planet of Uranus. So each sign of the zodiac is represented or ruled by a planet. This ruling planet is the planet that is held to have a particular influence over its corresponding sign of the zodiac, house, aspect of life, whatever it is you're looking at. Now, Saturn was traditionally the ruler of Aquarius until the discovery of Uranus in 1781. Uranus is associated with sudden changes, science, medicine, inventiveness, sexual energy, originality, impulsiveness, and communication. And I mentioned working with Celestite earlier, but if you don't have that or you want a little bit different energy, some other crystals associated with Aquarius's ruling planet of Uranus are Amazonite, Amber, Amethyst, Ruby, and Zircon. Now I also want to share a little mini crystal ritual that you can do for Aquarius season. So this is super straightforward. You're going to light some incense, which symbolizes the air element, hold a celestite crystal up to your throat to focus on clear communication, speak your thoughts aloud, and let the incense smoke carry your words out to the universe and you can visualize the smoke sort of reaching your guides and await for their communication. Or if you want to just really empower yourself for this season, you can alternatively speak aloud this Aquarius season affirmation. I flow freely like water, embracing change as my path unfurls. My mind is open and my vision is vast. So let's break this ritual down a little bit more slowly. Uh, For some supplies, you'll need obviously a stick of incense and a fireproof container or incense burner. You'll also need matches or a lighter and then a crystal that represents Uranus, either celestite or any of those Uranus stones that I just listed. 
So you can perform this really short ceremonial practice at any time during Aquarius season. So during that whole month is the perfect time to perform this. So you're going to start by lighting that stick of your favorite incense in your sacred space, putting it in your fireproof incense burner, and then make yourself really comfortable and bring your attention and your focus to the incense smoke. This represents the air element, which corresponds to Aquarius. So you're going to look at that smoke and see it wafting gently up toward the ceiling, knowing that this elemental ally will carry your thoughts out into the universe. You can then pick up your celestite crystal, hold it up to your throat, which is your center for communication, and think about something that you'd like to communicate to your guides, to your ancestors, or to the universe. It could be an affirmation statement, a show of gratitude, or even a question that you'd like to ask. So speak this question or statement aloud, close your eyes, visualize that smoke carrying the energy of your voice, carrying the energy of your sacred words out of your space, up into the sky, out into the cosmos until your words reach your guides or ancestors. Then take a few deep breaths and wait for any communication from your guides in return. And I really like to remain in this space until I receive a reply or until your incense stick has burned to completion. Either is fine. If you sit and you find nothing is coming, that's okay. Know that your words have still reached your guides and just remain in that space until your incense stick is done burning. And most incense sticks last about 20 minutes. So um, this is about how long you'll want to take to complete this ritual. Then after you're all done, you can take some deep centering breaths, open your eyes and return to the present moment. And at this time, you know, you might want to reflect on a few things about Aquarius season. So I have some reflection questions for you. What lights you up with hope? And how can you spread this hope to others? How can you inspire others? And finally, how can you take action to ground into this vision? And remember, especially during Aquarius season, these actions should be really community-oriented, community-focused. Now, in addition to working with crystals during Aquarius season, which is what we've talked about so far, you might also want to work with some of these crystals if you just have Aquarius energy somewhere in your birth chart. So each of us has many different astrological influences that affect our energy and the way that we interact with the world around us. But the energies that have the biggest influence on you are your sun sign, moon sign, and rising sign. These are sometimes called your big three. And these are determined by calculating your natal chart using the full date, time, and place of your birth. So let's look at these a little bit closer. Your sun sign is the astrological sign that the sun was in during the time of your birth, also known as your zodiac sign. The sun is the center of all life, and this represents your personality and your spirit. Your moon sign is then determined by the sign that the moon was in during the time of your birth, and this influences the way that your soul sort of expresses itself. Your moon sign represents your emotions, your moods, and your innermost self. 
Your rising sign is kind of the opposite of this, and it's also known as your ascendant. And this is the planetary influence that was on the eastern horizon when you were born. Your rising sign is actually the starting point of the first house in your birth chart, and it has a good deal of influence on the characteristics of your personality sometimes even outweighing those of your sun sign because your rising sign is the part of yourself that you share with others. It's like the part of you that shines out into the world. So if Aquarius is part of your big three, you can use the following stones to enhance or balance the energy of your sun, moon, or rising. So I do want to say um, for these sun sign stones, and moon sign stones, if you need some substitutes, sunstone can always be used in place of your sun sign stone, or you can use any of the other Aquarius crystals that I listed at the beginning of this episode. And then moonstone, any variety of moonstone really, can be substituted in place of the moon sign stone. So, If you have Aquarius as your sun sign, you might want to work with cross stone or turquoise, or again, any of the ones I listed at the very beginning of the episode related to Aquarius. If Aquarius is your moon sign, then you might want to connect with black moonstone or jet. And finally, if Aquarius is your rising sign, then you may want to work with rhodonite or spirit quartz. But you might be wondering, well, Ashley, what exactly do I do with these once I have my sun sign stone, moon sign stone, and rising sign stone all picked out? Um, Or you might also be wondering, well, how do I know if my sun, moon, or rising are not Aquarius? Well, those are things I will cover in each subsequent episode of this series. So for all the signs in each blog post and podcast, I will list those corresponding sun, moon, and rising sign stones. So you'll just have to wait until we get through the rest of the series, but I think this is a really worthwhile practice. So once you know those, how do you actually work with these crystals? Well, you can craft a crystal energy pouch with the corresponding crystals and symbols. So starting with your sun sign, you're going to write out the name of your sign and draw its symbol on a small scrap of paper. You might even want to draw the symbol of the ruling planet for an extra little boost of energy. And these symbols will charge up your crystal with the energy of your sunstein. Then you're gonna place this paper along with your sunstein stone into the pouch. And as you place the stone and the paper into the little bag, Think about what energy your sun sign represents and brings into your life. And what I mean by this is think about the meaning of your sun sign, which again is like your personality and your spirit, and combine that with the properties or qualities of your chosen crystal and think about what this really brings into your life. Next, you're going to write out the name of your moon sign and draw its symbol on another small piece of paper and place this paper and your moon sign stone into the pouch. And again, repeating that same process as you place the stone and the paper into the bag, think about what energy your moon sign represents and brings into your life by thinking about your moon sign. Again, that thing that represents your emotions, your moods, your inner world, your innermost self combined with the properties or qualities of your moon sign stone. 
Finally, you'll write out the name of your rising sign and draw its symbol on the last small piece of paper. Place this paper along with your rising sign stone into the pouch and as you place it, thinking about what energy your rising sign represents and brings into your life. Again, the part of you that you share with the world that shines forth out into the world combined with the energies, qualities, and properties of the rising sign crystal you've chosen. After you've added all three of the stones and all three of the little papers to the pouch, focus your intention on strengthening your positive traits and balancing out the negative aspects of your unique astrological blueprint. So I hope that you will give this a try. I hope that this has been a really helpful first installment of this new series about the best crystals for the zodiac signs uh, as we've gone through Aquarius. So explore the energies of Aquarius season with these crystals, bringing joy, clarity, and enhanced communication into your life. And if you want one more extra little tidbit of information, I'm going to encourage you to head over to loveandlightschool.com forward slash blog. And at the bottom of my best crystals for Aquarius season article, you'll also find a graphic with an Aquarius season card spread. So this is a quick four card spread to help shine a little bit of light and insight into Aquarius season and what's in store for you. Do you feel intuitively called to work more deeply with your stones? To grow your confidence, knowledge, and connection to crystal energy beyond what you can learn on your own? Our award-winning crystal healing certification program will take you from crystal lover to a confident, certified crystal healer and help you discover your soul's path and crystal purpose. Go to crystalhealerschool.com to learn more. My goodness, that was a long episode, but I'm really excited about it. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know what you think by leaving me a review on your favorite podcast platform or send me a DM over on Instagram at love and light school. Now, you know, each podcast, I bring you a little segment about what's happening this week. And this week, I'm just sort of thinking about my upcoming trip to the Tucson Gem and Mineral Show. There's going to be a lot to do. I've actually booked an extra day, a little bit longer than I usually stay. I'm headed there with the team from my crystal shop, Mimosa Books and Gifts. So Lydia, the store manager, and Alan, our shipping manager, and I will be heading to the gem show, shopping for crystals for my crystal shop, and I'm really excited. I am feeling a little bit nervous and anxious um, about traveling while COVID is so bad. But we are just going to be as safe as we can, wear our masks, try and make sure that we are balancing out a little bit of rest in our go, go, go pace at the gym show, um, eating well and just taking good care of ourselves as best as we're able. So feeling a little bit mixed emotions about that right now, excited to go, excited to see what's new in the show, uh, a little bit nervous about going but I think overall it will be really good. We kind of have a good focus for this year. We're looking for fun, unique tumbled stones and good quality tumbled stones. Um, we always like to pick things out in person, even when it's little tumbled crystals, because we can ensure the quality is sort of what we're looking for rather than just ordering from a catalog or something like that for the shop. 
but mostly we're looking for unique specimens, interesting crystal clusters, and we're just really, really looking forward to it with a big emphasis and focus on ethically sourced crystals and minerals um, where we can verify that. So it's going to be interesting. I plan on doing a little bit of a Tucson wrap-up after I get home to share with all of you to let you know a little bit about what was new or exciting or interesting, what um, we found there this year, what our experience was like. So stay tuned for that coming in about a month probably since we're still a few weeks away from when we leave to go down to the show. But if you're planning on being there, you see me out and about, stop and say hi. You know, I always like running into folks. Um, or if you know some great places to buy crystals and you want to share those with me, I'd be super grateful. Uh, you can send me an email at ashley at loveandlighthealingschool.com or you can again send me a DM over on Instagram at Love and Light School. And if you're not following me on Instagram and you want to see some behind the scenes footage from the show, um, crystal fakes, all kind of things that I find interesting, exciting, or important to know about, definitely give me a follow over on Instagram and check out my stories because I'll be posting a lot from the show there in just a few weeks. Well, that is it for today. I hope you enjoyed listening and learned a lot from today's show. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. If the discussion today sparked new questions, ideas, or memories of your crystal experiences, I'd love to hear from you. You can submit your questions or share your crystal stories over at loveandlightschool.com forward slash ask. And if you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com forward slash blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave a quick rating and a review on your favorite podcast platform or share a link to the show with a fellow crystal lover. I'd also be grateful if you'd take a moment to share a link to the show on social media. I love getting tagged in Instagram stories with screenshots of the episode you're listening to, or a photo of your cozy crystal corner, or wherever you like to listen to the show. So just be sure to tag me at Love and Light School so I can say thanks for supporting the show. Also be sure to visit loveandlightschool.com forward slash listen for a list of our most popular episodes, most recent episodes, and all of the places you can stream this podcast online. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there so you never miss a future episode of the show. And if you're ready to dive deeper with your crystals and take the next steps on your journey, be sure to head over to crystalhealerschool.com to learn more about how you can become a certified crystal healer. I would love to see you in class. That brings us to the end of this week's episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you next time. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Connect with us online at loveandlightschool.com or on social at loveandlightschool. The content provided on or through our website or podcast makes no claims for specific or general health or health results.
and should not be used to examine, diagnose, or treat any medical condition, prescribe medications, make claims for specific or general healing or health results, or as a substitute for traditional medical treatment. For medical advice, you should consult a licensed healthcare specialist. For more information, please refer to the terms of use on our website at loveandlightschool.com.